This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. 40 Things, Part 5, the last ones on the list, I promise. So number 33 is Farm Girl. This is also my last keto food item, I promise, and a very recent discovery for me. I was lured in by the promise of a noodle mix that actually tasted like pasta but was low carb, which is another mythical item in keto land, like good chips. I have tried palm heart pasta and rice. I like the rice, but the texture is kind of weird on the pasta. Shirataki noodles, which gave me the sensation of biting into worms, so nope. I've tried some homemade almond flour varieties that are good, but so high in calorie, and they still don't taste like a noodle. And I finally decided to purchase this noodle flour from Farm Girl. I had low expectations, but I was so impressed. It actually made dough that I could run through my pasta machine. I was so excited, I ordered their amazing pizza mix, which I just had yesterday, and it's fabulous. A vanilla porridge, a couple granolas, pastry mix, breadcrumbs. Yeah, basically, I bought one of everything. There are a couple I still haven't tried yet, but every single one I have tried has been great. And just for reference, the noodle mix works for dumplings, too. So the company is actually run by a chef who was spurred to create the products when his wife had to go low-carb for medical reasons. And the farm girl, after whom it's named, is his Italian immigrant grandmother who taught him how to cook. So, super fun story. 34. Jewelry from M.O. Judaica. In March, David and I attended the NRB, National Religious Broadcasters, convention in Nashville. One of the best parts of the event for me was meeting Moshi, an Israel-born-and-raised jeweler currently living and working in California. He creates biblical-inspired jewelry, which is gorgeous. And even better, he has the most kind, gentle spirit. I mean, he's that kind of person that you meet and you just sense the spirit within him. My eye was caught by his Queen Esther line, so I've added the Queen Esther necklace and the Queen Esther ring to my shop, all of which come in three colors of gold, and I also brought one of the rings home for my daughter, which I have a photo of on my website. And added to those other designs, he also has an olive leaf and branch necklace, which I put in my shop too, which, okay, is cute in photos, but it is gorgeous on, and it hits just below the clavicle. You totally need to check it out. 35. Cats and Books So last summer, I snapped a photo of our youngest kitty, Sammy, happily snoozing on the bookshelf by my desk, and I posted it on Instagram with the hashtag catsandbooks. To my utter surprise, I was shortly thereafter contacted by a calendar company who puts out the Cats and Books annual calendar. They were asking if they could purchase the rights to include that photo in their 2023 calendar. Um... Sure. (laughs) So they have since sent me both a 16-month planning calendar, in which my photo actually appears, and a 12-month calendar. Sammy didn't make the cut in that one, but they still sent a calendar. It's been so nice. Number 36, the Easter Vigil. So Easter has always been my favorite holiday. I thought nothing could take the place of the sunrise service in my mind as the best thing. Oh, but I was wrong. So this spring, we attended the Easter Vigil service, too, which is held at sundown on Easter Saturday. And oh, my word, this is the most beautiful church service I have ever experienced in my life. Every word is purposeful. Every reading is chosen with the utmost care. 
There's darkness, symbolizing the kind that reigned before Jesus and after his death. There's candlelight, representing the light he brings with his life and his resurrection, the hope of us all. There's chant, there's song, there's scripture upon scripture that tell the whole story of salvation. There's incense to remind us that our prayers are a sweet aroma to the Lord. And there is no question at all that this tradition has been hewn and perfected over the course of 2,000 years because it is so gorgeous, so moving, and so carefully constructed. I get goosebumps even thinking about it. I am ready for next Easter already. Number 37, 28 books and counting. As of next month, I will have 28 titles in the world. Worthy of Legend makes 28. And number 29, Yesterday's Tides, will be out in January, with numbers 30, Teacups and Tiaras, and 31, A Beautiful Disguise, already written and turned in, too. And number 32 is due in September, so I'll have that one finished soon, too. Number 38, 1920s Style. The week that Shadowed Loyalty, my 1920s set Chicago Mafia story, released, David and I attended the Gatsby Gala at a local historical house, a themed party to open this museum house to the public for the first time. We had so much fun. And of course, it being a dress-up event, I not only got to break out my gown that I'd gotten for a trip to New York City a few years ago, I also decided to spend a few bucks on a fun headpiece and a fedora for David, which he actually wore. And I did my hair, which turned out to be the crown and glory of it all, hilariously, and much to my surprise. So many of the other ladies at the party had a 1920s dress and headpiece, but no one else had a curled or waved bob. It was so much fun that I have also gotten dolled up for my Facebook Live, my Tea Party book club, and a signing event at a convention in Chicago that I attended in the last week of July. So plenty of opportunities to practice my 1920s style, and I totally think we need to bring it back. 39. Afromov's Art. Okay, I am clearly a sucker for Facebook ads. This is like number three on this list that <laughs> has come from a Facebook ad. In July, an ad popped up for the artwork of Leonid Afromov, who had recently passed away. His family's trying to move his warehouse full of paintings and is having mega sales on his work. I clicked through because the art was so joyful. The colors, the style, I just fell in love. And David and I decided we would purchase a couple paintings for our anniversary and my birthday. And they are just gorgeous. There's one we got of Paris, which is a textured print, and it fits so well in our Paris space in our house. And the other one we got is enormous, and it's in our entertaining space at our office. And finally, the end of this list with number 40, Summer Evenings on the Porch. By some unspoken consent, David and I both decided to really enjoy summer this year. In years past, I admit I've let the heat get the best of me, and I spent way more time inside than outside. This year, though, we've been making an effort to spend evenings on the porch. We raise our umbrella, bring out cushions and blankets to soften our not-so-comfy wrought iron chairs, light citronella torches, turn on the fountain, I coat myself in bug spray, grab a glass of something delightful to drink, maybe a snack, and we sit and read together. It has just been beautiful spending that time there, watching the fireflies come out and just listening to the birds. 
And there's my list. It's kind of funny. So the previous times I've made these birthday lists, it was a challenge to actually come up with the right number of things I wanted to highlight to get enough of them. This year, I had more things on my list than I could include. Even now, I keep thinking of other things that I I could have included if I had had the space. Uh, But there are all things that made this year what it was. Good things and bad, tears shed, laughter shared. All in all, I am left praising God for putting me in this family, for giving me these friends and community, for leading me to the path of faith I'm traveling. This year, in a lot of ways, I discovered who I really am as I embraced his call more than ever. It hasn't come without its bumps and tears and stress, but the joy, the joy this year has been more than I knew was possible. So I'm going to wrap up with one of my favorite quotes from the year. Why do I follow you? Because you are who you are, Lord, and because I rejoice in having been called by you. Let the swiftness of my feet in following you be my unceasing thanksgiving. From Fire of Mercy, Heart of the Word. I hope everyone has a fabulous year. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by Bookish Teas and Totes, bringing you t-shirt and tote bags for book lovers created by book lovers. Check out bookishteasandtotes.com to see our latest designs. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv podcast for other shows I know you'll love.